All right, welcome to episode nine. I'm Jonathan London. With me here today is Hayden Black from goodnightburbank.com. Hayden, uh, how are you doing? Cheers. We'll hear from you a little bit later okay. on in the program, but uh, tonight we have got a lot to talk about, a lot to get started <laughs> on. And uh, I think the first thing we need to do is talk about, this isn't just any episode nine, no. this is uh, episode nine that uh, now has... Um, sponsorship. Sponsorship. Hayden, you, you sound like you know about it. Why don't you uh, tell the crowd a little bit about it for a second? I do. Uh, Geekscape is now officially sponsored by netriver.com. I know that. I'm and Jonathan London. If, if you... Uh, out there are thinking about putting together a website, storing media files, kind of like our show, anywhere. NetRiver.com is kind of the place to go. Um, they're gonna, they're an up and coming business. Like here's the situation, Hayden. Go on. Situation oh, was this. Well, we've broken the fifth wall. We've broken it. Here's the situation, Hayden. Uh, uh, about two weeks ago, we started having serious problems keeping our media files online. We had just outgrown our pants. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You get bigger pants. That's that's what they do. Bigger pants are expensive. Big boy pants is what we, we, we couldn't Big afford. Big boy pants. We couldn't afford bigger pants. No. So uh, we were trying a bunch of creative ways. Remember mm-hmm. we talked on the phone. Yes. Creative, you, you, creative ways of getting cheap storage. And finally, uh, mm-hmm. one of our listeners said, "Hey, I work for a data center in Seattle. We'll put you guys up if you sponsor us. That place is called NetRiver." And I talked to them, checked them out. Uh, these guys really, really, really want to be a part of Geekscape. They really want to uh, help us out. Really? Have they, have they watched the show? They have. They're, they were fans and of they, the older show, wow. and now they're fans of the newer show. Net and uh, they're with us. And let me just throw out some of the things that they offer while. Please do. Yeah, let, Make let, it sound like an infomercial, though. What's up, guys? Junkwave and Dam. I'm back with Geekscape episode 9. I really missed you guys. But I gotta tell you, this show is now brought to you by NetRiver.net, the new one-stop karate chop shop online for your internet needs. Let me tell you, they've got VPS starting at $29 a month, dedicated servers at $85 a month. They are a showcase facility for high-density co-location. Partners with APC 6,000 square feet facility with 600 watts square foot of power with ample cooling currently 30 gigs of bandwidth capacity hey check this out this is josh the account manager looking sexy bro pretty soon you're gonna look just like me gotta tell you with all of this they're still gonna throw in a little more if you throw in the promotional code gilmore you get 10 percent off all standard hosting dedicated servers and bps offerings yeah that kicks ass let me tell you something else we love puppies also check out goodnight burbank at goodnightburbank.com and while you're at it buy some crack for my boy slim twist aka culo aka gilmore's ghost aka rat killer aka omar calderon he's over on the corner of 43rd and 2nd check him out oh yeah let's throw this one out real big fishes live album our live album is better than your live album. Check it out at record stores near you. It's two CDs, one DVD directed by Johnny. Get it. RealBigFish.com. Now what do you say we get back to the episode? Yeah! I love you guys. This is Van Damage. Out! Go check out NetRiver.com. And if you're still with us... I don't know what to tell you. I got splashed all over me. <laughs> Let, let's start episode. Pretty miserable. Number nine. Lucky number nine. Number nine. Okay. Tell us real quick about Goodnight Burbank. Uh, Goodnight Burbank is a comedy about uh, the people who bring us the news while they're actually bringing it. So um, 
takes place in a in a fictional eleven o'clock news setting, and instead of uh, when we when we throw to the the stories, and it's all real news by the way on the show, mm-hmm. but when we throw to these fictional reporters, instead of going to the package, we stay on. The anchors talking about oh, got it. Whatever like, they're talking like when about. you go to your location. Person, yes, instead, instead of, of going, going to the location, location, you stay with the people because you get a lot of people cursing in real news. You always hear these. The, you always see the B-roll, and it ends up on the internet of somebody cursing out their. That's right. Yeah, and, so and there was a, there was a girl on CNN who actually went to the bathroom uh, with her mic live during a, one right. of Bush's speeches. That's right. But we uh, we try not to do the kind of toilet humor CNN does. But it's a, it's a similar thing. We're, mm-hmm. we're, but we're 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 all kind of locked in the studio. We don't actually you know. Follow us off into the toilets. And it's written. It's all it's written. It's all scripted. Yes, yes, all scripted. So is this show. I, I know. <laughs> and wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I know, <laughs> and that's why I agreed to, to do this. So, do you, you said um, you'd leave the script there for me. I know. I'm sorry I flipped it over. One is in British accent, one is in American dummy accent. That's my script. <laughs> that's why it's a lot smaller. You, yeah. That's right. That's right. You have to speak more high. And there's no use in uh, in Gilmore, for example. No, uh, you you have um, the show, and in in who writes it? Uh, I write it. Okay, just by yourself. By myself. Um, I'll I'll write it, and then what we'll do is we'll do a table read in this very room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole cast gathers, and then um, you know we'll make some tweaks, see what works, see what doesn't work, uh, make some changes. Uh, people are free to make suggestions and uh, throw out ideas and stuff, and then. Um, a week or two later, we'll shoot a bunch of episodes at once. We'll do like four episodes in a day, mm-hmm. and then just scatter the releases. When does it? Come yeah, out? yeah. It well, comes out we, every every week, uh, seven to ten days, basically. Okay. Cool. And uh, and 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 now I found out about you because Graham, our beloved Graham Douglas, mm-hmm. is uh, is on your him. show from here and there. Yes, he is. He plays uh, Brady. Uh, now and then. He plays uh, the sound guy who um, shows up when it's actually the one occasion that we actually do throw to uh, one of these reporters, and we actually do go on location. Uh, they then throw to a package, of course, we never see, and then we hear them talking in their off-camera moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brady plays... Uh, um, Graham plays Brady, the sound guy. from now on, Graham. Uh, opposite Molly McNerney, who plays uh, Holly Johnson. Cool, cool. So that's where people can check it out. Can you check it out on iTunes? Uh, you can check uh, it out iTunes. Um, we're, we're all over the place. Um, but goodnightburbank.com is the main site. And, uh, and please, if you like it, subscribe. It's free. Uh, subscribe, you know, through iTunes. And uh, yeah, we do weddings and bar mitzvahs. Right. Just look ahead of where Geekscape is on the iTunes ranking and go like 20, 30, 40 up, and there's Goodnight Burbank. Well, the, today. We're Tomorrow we dust. could be 40 below. Because so. we sold out. Ollie, you'll, you'll be number one. Um, That's what happens <laughs> to people who sell out. Uh, so. I'm told. Sounds like a lot of work for a podcast. F that. F that? <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm guessing in episode eight, when you hadn't sold out, you could probably say, fuck that. Um, you can go ahead and still say that. We can say it now. But are yeah, you are yeah, you yeah. stopping? You refraining? No, uh, I just you know gonna drop a couple. Just <laughs> when the time is right. Yeah, it's, it, I gotta be rolling. You know what I mean? Right. I gotta be flowing with the shit, piss, fuck, cunt, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'll I'll get it in there. You know, all, right, all well, the George when, Carlin when you feel words ready. will come out. When you feel ready, I don't want to rush you. No, no, no. It's got to be natural. It's got to be. You know, you're an actor, right? You act in the. Sh- I in do the act show. in the show. Yes. Uh, you you'll understand. Yeah. You know. You know the flow. The f- yes. Once the a flow. month. I've heard um, of let me tell you what happened. Tell me. I told Hayden, let's go see Norbit. Yes, it's right. For, I got a phone call this weekend. Please go see Norbit so we can right. talk in depth about so, it. So for a long so time. Saturday, I go to see Norbit with my friend Steve, who was the guest in last week's episode eight. Uh, just came in from New York. 
total tough guy mm-hmm. that we met. Loves, I, I loves, saw the show. He does not show where he puts to put his microphone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He loves Michael Mann movies, loves Guns movies, lo- loves tough guy movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, we show up. At and the, gay porn, yeah. ironically. <laughs> we, we show up to the theater and Norbit sold out. Oh, that's a good sign. It can only be a and, good and, sign. And, 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 and the theater's totally crowded and we're looking at our other options because who wants to really go home once you've braved the uh the 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 los angeles grove you know the grove oh yeah and it's, parking it's, and everything once else. you park and all that who wants and to how much have you've already paid a lot in babysitting at this right, point too I'm, right. I'm assuming so uh well i've got several mamas oh so they're taking yeah, care of it for yeah, you yeah i've got a couple um so we're looking at the board and i'm like you know what maybe we will just go home and he turns to me and goes i'll go see dream girls <laughs> really tough guy he goes I'll go see Dream Girls, man. If you want, I mean, we're here. It, it, it's almost like he was actually propositioning you as subtly and as discreetly right. as he could. And, and my response was like, I mean, I, I didn't really want to see it, but yeah, yeah sure. I mean, we're here. Sure, I'll, I'll go see Dream Girls. I'll go save the seats. I'll go get the popcorn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so cut to he's blowing you in the back of the theater, and then what happens? So we went to see Dream Girls. Now, uh, I guess Do tell. I guess Dream Girls is a. Um, it, it, it's a cinematic. Uh, it, it was a play, right? Was it a theatrical production? You're looking at me like you know. Dude, I wrote dude, it originally, the and I then hate forgot musicals. what happened. Unless it's Trey Parker and Matt Stone, I hate musicals. I know, and those aren't really officially musicals. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. And uh, this one, because I, I didn't, I didn't see Chicago. You know, I did see Chicago. I, I mean, I, by the way, I just want I think to agree. It's the same director, right? I hate when people sing about the human condition. Out of nowhere. When they sing joyously about it, and, and it brings a tear to your eye, you just, just, no, stop that. So I braced myself for the worst, and I went to see this movie about uh, the rise and fall and rise again of the, the these three female singers. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Now, it was based on, was it Soft Sub, yeah. right? I gotta say, I actually really enjoyed it. You did? Yeah. And the kicker to the story, you and Steve, now happily dating. <laughs> we didn't have sex. But uh, I was like, mm. hey. He's playing coy for once, yeah, like, boys like, and girls. Like, hey, maybe we'll go to the movies again one day. And then this we'll tell the women in our lives that we are gay. Well, that's beautiful. I'm going to go to iTunes and download. Good night, Burbank. You've just turned episode nine into a musical. This is probably your first musical episode. Give me a spank. I'm your favorite yank. Go have a wank. I'm not interested. My mouth is your sperm bang. Okay. <laughs> Turn the camera off or pay. I don't do gay day. porn for nothing. <laughs> this show just turned. Hey, you know, I'll tell you, way. I'll tell you who's really happy um, is a net. <laughs> Netriver.com. Netriver, like, really happy. No way. That probably turned um, into the guy who turned them onto it and went, yes, this is, that was the best idea you've had all week, Frobisher. You're gone. You're gonna be homeless in a week. Um, no, actually, I really liked it. I loved the, uh, the just the entire set dressing of everything. Every, mm-hmm. All the productions were great. And uh-huh. it, it, no, 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 no. The, the directing is actually really good oh, in this film. Good. And the girl from American Idol, uh huh, can sing, baby. I'm sure she can. I, wa- I This is how much American Idol I've watched. Do you watch that? American I, I Idol don't. Stuff? I, I like don't. literally, I've watched maybe ten minutes of American Idol. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get the well. It, it doesn't sound like you get it, it if you go to Dream Girls with your male friends. So, right. I, I would I would assume um, that the girl in the movie who is getting all the attention, 
uh, is yeah. a really good singer. Oh, right. She's for the American Idol. And she girl. Ha- yeah, and she's something it, with an F. It, for, for Fabricio. I don't know. It. Uh, Febreze. That's it. Febreze. Because she, she doubles as uh, something you throw in your laundry. And she's, and it's awesome. And uh, as, as far as she goes, mm-hmm. she's really good. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is really good. Eddie Murphy deserves what he is getting attention wise in for, this film. For the film. He, yeah, not he, for dating transsexuals no. or <laughs> no, no, uh, or, or que- questioning whether he's Mel, right. spi- Mel uh, spicy uh, girls. No, uh, he, father. he's actually my favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. On top of the directing, just the way that the the camera flowed and and supported it because it, it it's ridiculous. I think I think musicals, I think musicals are so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have so Thanksgiving must be painful for yeah. you. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Totally. You have to be a fantastic director to really support it visually. Mm-hmm. And not just be like, this is clown. This is clown shoes. This know, is by the way, talking of, of musicals, did you ever see Moulin Rouge? I did, and I, and I could not stand it. Really? Because I didn't see it at the theater. I, I, I saw it um, uh, uh, with a lady friend uh-huh. uh, on, on a DVD, and I was amazed how much I liked it. I really wasn't expecting it. I and thought it was going to be an really evening of director. torture. Fantastic, yeah. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann's an awesome director, but... Australian, which means descended from thieves. So, unbelievable. <laughs> thieves and criminals. Yeah, because, unbelievable what a job he did. As, as a, a British person, you know that you guys started sending your criminals and thieves to Australia once mm-hmm. you, the U.S. was no longer your dumping ground. That's right. We find penal colonies all over the world. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't like um, Moulin Rouge too much. It felt like I was just watching crack thrown at me it was it just didn't stop i was worn out from all of it okay you know? I, I could see that after a while but yeah, it was but it was you a, had some nookie involved it was a delightful film so yes, maybe the whole true. experience of that is what that's really true. put you over Very, perhaps would you watch it with me um after your uh, description of dream girls and that whole thing no i don't think i'd watch it with you nor would i probably watch uh, much with you um, unless lots of people were present and all the lights were on <laughs> in which case we go to town we can't even look at each other and then maybe we'll watch ghost rider together because that's that's Ghost probably Rider. a manly yeah. film. Ghost Rider, my head's on fire. Uh, <laughs> feels like my head's on fire. Feels like my head's on oh, fire. Oh, oh! I, I, what awful pun can I make about the movie and be in the trailer at the same time? <laughs> that's it. You know what? It'll be that one. I'm gonna see Ghost Rider for you guys and the little kid inside of me who loves comic books and has to see all those movies opening night. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, Dreamgirls, although it's not one of my top ten movies of the year mm-hmm. because it is a musical, um, I still think is an impressive movie and at least deserves some of the stuff that some it's kudos, getting. Yes. Some of the kudos that it's getting. Well, that's so, good. That's, uh, by the way, I want to say, when you called me and said, I want to talk about comics and, 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 and geeky stuff, dude, I had no me. idea we were going to be sitting here talking about musicals. I, I so had this is, no idea I was going to end up seeing great. I had no idea I was going to end up seeing Dream Girls. <clears throat> I did have you, have you seen... Um, <laughs> I can't think of anything. Hold the mic down there again. Like you were doing before the show opened. Um, you know what? I did end up seeing Norbit. Now, so Norbert was the film. You said, I please go see Norbert. See. And then I got another phone call the, very quickly on the Monday. And, and an what Eddie did that Murphy second phone call say? Episode. So I went to see Norbert. I'll, I'll tell you about it in about a couple seconds. After I got out of the movie, I immediately called you, knowing that I had asked you to see Norbert. That's right. It was it, on the it, plans. And, and, and now t- walk us through that conversation. We initially said, well, well you know. Go watch Norbert, and we can talk about Norbert, because I haven't really seen much in the right. way of films recently. Um, uh, you laughed, and deservedly so, by the way, at the last thing I saw, which was uh, Lady in the Water, I right. think I said. Oh, Watched on pay-per-view. Oof. Complete waste of time. Um, 
So, um, but what do you expect from a guy who just you know writes Twilight Zone episodes? Right, <laughs> right. Um, very, call. very good Twilight Zone episodes, but Twilight one Zone very episodes good nonetheless. Twilight yeah, Zone well, there you go. One very good Twilight Zone episode. So, um, what happened? The uh, so anyway, so you you said right. well, you said Lady in the Water. That's awful. Plus, it's old. Go see Norbert, and I said I will. I promise you, I will go see it by by tonight. I had like four days, and um, I was going to go see it. Thank you. And then I got another phone call, a second phone call, <laughs> begging me. Begging me not to. I said, I cannot in good conscience allow you to spend your money watching this film. That's right. And and plus, you, you said you, you'll never get that two hours back. You, you'd be really annoyed at me. This movie started out okay. It was, uh, you, you see a family drop their uh, black son off by throwing him out of the car in front of an, uh, like a orphanage slash Chinese food restaurant, right? Which, and, by the uh, way, is almost a documentary because that happens all the time. And uh, they kick him out of the car and he's raised by Chinese uh, by a Chinese couple who runs this orphanage. And when he grows up, the the girl that he, all, that he loved mm-hmm. when he was a little girl, and they promised to get married when they grew up, she, gets, a, she, she gets adopted mm-hmm. and they move away. The big girl comes and says, you're going to be my boyfriend. And he ends up with that woman. I'm already lost. to her. Oh, dude. He does the fat suit thing, and it stops being funny after 10 minutes. If that, 10, ten seconds, I would say. Wow, there are parts painful. of it where I smile, mm-hmm. and then parts of it where I but just that could to have been But you could have just been passing gas at those moments when so, you smiled. So here he is, married to this absolute nightmare of a human being. Mm-hmm. Cheats on him in open public, all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the girl that he loved comes back into town wanting to buy the orphanage. Uh, this is literally the plot. It is an or by the orphanage plot, which is wow. which is which is just amazing that people still make plots that they pulled from like. Well, it doesn't sound know, like little plot, rascal. It doesn't sound like plot was all plot. that important right. when they actually sat down and so, said, "Let's make so a film involving a fat suit." She wants the 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 orphanage mm-hmm. for noble reasons. Well, I only the, the wife normally only noble the, the reasons. The evil for that. wife and her brothers, their mm-hmm. three brother gangster brothers, want it to turn into a strip club called. I think it was tits for tots. Tittyopolis. I'll go with that one too. <laughs> and so Eddie Murphy, Norbit, has to stop them from acquiring it and tricking her, the good girl, into oh god, it, dude, this movie is terrible. It sounds Across like it. I mean, board, I'm actually thinking of asking you for ten bucks back now, having to listen to this crap. Right. It, it was offensive to basically anyone. You know, it, I mean, not just the, 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 the black jokes, not just the Chinese jokes, not just the Mexican jokes. So a million jokes. racial stereotypes, none of which were actually even funny. After seeing Eddie Murphy the night before in Dreamgirls and really watching him act and perform. You felt cheated because you know he could. I watched him in this Norbit thing and was just insulted. Oh. There was a four year, there was like a four or five year old girl in the seat in front of us. And this is not the kind of movie you want to bring them to. I mean, it's it's foul, mm-hmm. verbally and like just the things that you see. I can't take that, you know, when you see that. Not only that, there's a pug in the film, which is a soft part part for me as a pug owner. There's a, there's one pug in the film, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, you know what? There's a bright spot in this film, and then it starts to effing talk, <laughs> as if we haven't seen that in an Eddie Murphy movie. A million and then, times. and they're never funny pugs. That's the Dude, thing. You give them a voice. It's it's just one bad fucking People cliche love after the watching. next. I love looking at pugs, but just I hearing love them talk. My pugs. It's like I love nails on chalkboard. I don't want my pug to talk. No, who wants a pug to talk? What's this, he gonna say? This pug talks, like, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? Anything, me? 
Dude, I got so angry. So it sounded a bit like what, like kind of Walter Cronkite. Right. It was the... terrible. <laughs> this movie is insulting. Wasn't there a talking pug in that? Was it Men in Black? Men in Black. That was a talking pug. Not even funny. I mean, every hackneyed wow. joke was in this film. Everything that's left over. I really want to go grab my, my little Yorkie. And I want to grab my Yorkie right now, and then you can just dub a voice in later of him saying something. Check it. Nice. Go for it. He's, okay. uh, he's, is he asleep? He's asleep. We put him to we sleep. We try and work dogs meet. into the majority of our episodes. You do? Well, maybe I'll wake him up a little later. I, I enjoy I enjoy dogs uh, a lot. They're my friends. Um, so that was Norbit, which mm-hmm. just is terrible. It's and did, terrible you go, did you go with Steve as well to Norbit? No. Oh, God, it's worse. Uh, I dragged Laura to see it. Uh, last episode, Laura gave me all this great stuff for Valentine's. was a part of the episode. I got a lot of emails from people saying, we love Laura. She's Is Laura awesome. your girlfriend? Yeah, we, 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 you know, you're so lucky and this and that. And then I dragged her to Norbit, guys. I'm sorry. Hmm. I dragged her to Norbit. Well, what, was, what was her take on the film? And then what was her take on you afterwards? Have you ever dragged somebody to a terrible film and the, the whole time you're checking on them yes. hoping that they're having a better time than you know they're really having <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's how i spent the majority of norbit was sitting here and going knowing that i have dragged her to this movie i mean granted i paid for it thank god but we are both paying for it now and i'm looking over at her and she's she looked like she was in a lot of pain she's just like this the whole time <laughs> laura spent about 90 percent of norbit like this <laughs> just shut down. Wow. It made me feel so bad. Well, I I, pre- I so appreciate bad. you taking the time to call me afterwards and say, "Don't bother, don't see it." Right? Because I lost my chance with her. I might as well save my chance with is, you. Is she single now? <laughs> she may. She may very well. Well, be. I, I'm gonna have to check out another episode. See what she looks like, and then maybe you can there get you a phone number. There you go. Hi, Laura. I'm Hayden. This is Hayden. Hi. I do Goodnight Burbank. He does. He does a more popular I play podcast a character than called than your Gordon Winston Smythe. <laughs> and. uh Laura, I only did it for you. I only started this whole thing for you. A body rolls down the stairs. I did it for you. How many great after-school specials had that in there? I did it all for you. Um, if I was a psycho, that, that that that's what I would say to everybody. If. Um, speaking of psychotic uh, things, you heard the news about Universal, the movie that they're trying to make now. Uh, Millie Vanilli? That's right. Yes, and but now here's something I bet you didn't know. Go for it. Do you know who the original Millie Vanilli actually were? Well, okay, it was, well, it was Michael is, Jackson it, and Paul McCartney continuing their success with Ebony and Ivory, and uh, Michael. Um, um, well, actually, both of them were in blackface. The, the, the original Millie Vanilli were actually Michael Jackson and, and Paul McCartney, and a lot of people know that. They just all they did was well. First off, Paul McCartney had to put blackface right. on, and so did Michael Jackson. And they were just wore you know the dreads and they did the, the, the dancing. And uh, girl, you know it's true. <laughs> what was that one song that Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney did? Uh, Eben, was it Ebony, Ebony and Ivory? Oh, say 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 say. And then and, and the it, girl is mine. And then in the video, they're like riding in the in like a like a hay bale or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like some eighteenth nineteenth century old western. That is kind just of ridiculous. Thing, I think. The, the truth of the matter is that uh, Universal has uh, announced that they're going to do a Milli Vanilli biopic, which just seems out of... Okay, okay. James Brown died James Brown. late last, last uh, year, and you heard some people talking about maybe doing a biopic. Nothing was really announced. <laughs> but they go, they go, they go balls out. Now think about Jimmy. I mean... But they're going balls out for Millie Vanilli. About, yeah, think about all the people you could, could do a done. biopic yeah. about. Stevie Ray Vaughan, yet to have a biopic. Millie Vanilli, 
It's coming to you, folks, and I bet you can't wait for it. It's like, and you know what's going to be in there is Boney M. If you remember, they were huge in Europe in the seventies and eighties. And the guy, what is pr- Europe? Uh, Europe is this is this whole place that's really pissed off with America right now. Liar. Um, yeah, in, in, <laughs> exactly. In Who cares? So Boney M. with this uh, uh, kind of a disco group, and the, and the hugely successful. I mean, massively successful. And um, it was uh, it was three girls and a guy, and uh, the, the guy would uh, would boning M. Boney, B O N E Y M, and he would bang. he would sing uh, in this you know really deep voice, and he would you know do the dancing on stage, and they they kind of ran out. I mean you know they they, they ran the time type of thing, and then at some point it was revealed that their uh, producer Frank Farian had actually been the voice of the guy, and that all along How he'd been this crap? because Frank Farian was also the voice of Millie Vanilli. They were his group as well. Just about seven or eight years later, you just sound like Sherlock Holmes. Well, thank you, my dear. You're Watson. like bringing me through the steps of everything. Thank you, my dear. What's you know? elementary? And it was then revealed. It was it, finally revealed. It was it, me it, in, in the exit in the laundry room in my mother's knickers. Yes, because I think I would tell that story, and then it turns out, or and then what happened was, you say, and then it was revealed. That's why you guys are a little bit cooler than us. Yes, we just tell a more interesting story. And then it was revealed, and then it's so dignified. The curtains lifted. That's awesome. Yeah. So they. So so there you go. So it, it happened again. So that was this. It happened gig. once it before, but it's the same guy, Frank Farian. Yeah, dude, Frank Farian. Yeah, he was a German guy, German he producer kill himself. Uh, no, I think he's doing very well. I don't know, uh, you know actually like, what uh, he's done uh, since uh, Millie Vanilli. Millie stories are really kind of tragic, and I can see maybe why you'd want to make a movie about him because well, uh, one of them killed himself, right? right? Oh, it's drug overdose. Spoiler alert! You know? That should have gone. <laughs> but you know, we know what. We don't know whether it's Millie or Vanilli, so <laughs> we have no you idea. still you can still watch the film and enjoy it and cry at the end. It was so and so. Yeah, um, I have no idea why they're doing this. Um, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Matt Damon. You saw them in The Departed. Did you see The Departed? No, I haven't seen it. A, a Check film it out. It just came out on DVD. I, I, I recommend it. That's how I watch. They're doing a new movie uh, called The Fighter. It's a it's a Massachusetts uh, two brothers and one of them's a boxer and he's uh mm-hmm. and you know they're rough rise to fame type thing and then of course who knows what happens but they're they're doing a boxing movie now mm-hmm. and Mark Wahlberg's the box yeah Mark Wahlberg you know you know him as Marky Mark uh, who doesn't he was uh fine actor he's the boxer Matt Damon plays his brother the manager and that one's been announced uh mm-hmm. JJ Abrams are you a fan oh yeah 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 of course I I love his work on Tom and Jerry <laughs> what? what J.J.? Oh, oh, JJ. the alias J.J. Abrams. Right. Who's who? Who are you thinking of? Um, that was the work he did just before Alias. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That was. He was a struggling, jobbing, uh, you know, writer. He was he was waiting tables at the time. I can see the leap. That's I can see the leap. Work. Um, J.J. Abrams is supposedly for ABC doing a Dark Tower series. I talked mm. about the comic book last week, which I I had to reread. Because it was that good, or you just forgotten, or it was that bad? And I was you like, I was like, wait, sure. I, yeah, I, I did. I wasn't impressed the first time I read it, and I, it, but I was like, you know what, dude, you were pretty tired when you read that book. It was like midnight, twelve thirty. Oh, you know, so you know, was, you know well, that I was mean? very good of you to give did it a second you, chance. Do you do that, or you read yes. like half a comic? And I read then the some stuff you have last to night. Reread it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read well. Grant Morrison stuff would be. Uh, you can't read that at twelve thirty at night. You just can't read it at any point in the day. You've just got to keep rereading it until. I mean, but until we'll, you we'll get, get it. we can talk about that later. The, the thing about uh, about this Stephen King adaptation book was I half read it late at night, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Dude, not that impressive." But it was really wordy. I went back and read it again, and I was really into it. So now J.J. Abrams supposedly is doing a show at ABC. And can you give me the uh, the, the basic plot in a sentence or two? It's a 
it's like a future western mm-hmm. type thing. In in gunslingers, uh, and now this is somebody who's never read the books, so correct me on Geekscape.net if I'm getting it wrong, uh, and buy your stuff from netriver.com, and, we'll, and go to goodnightburbank.com while you're at it and subscribe. Uh, so I think so. So gunslingers are chosen, right? Yes, and uh, you have to work your ass off to be a gunslinger, and it's like a it, there's, so a, there's, the there's a whole people, mystique about it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't gotten that far. Literally, all I've read out of all the Dark Tower series, and this many is like his magnum opus. Is like this is like Stephen King's big thing. I've only read because the stand wasn't big enough. It. Right, the stand wasn't big enough. Right. Yeah. Um, well, this him. is his series of books. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And all I've read is a comic book, so I can't really tell you what it's about. All I can tell you about was what this comic book was about. And I was into it, uh, and we'll see what it looks like as a TV series. Very cool. Um, there was some sad news that was announced. I don't even know if this is that. I guess they announced it, so it's got to be real. See, I don't know how sad did it's going to be because you're you kind of smiling. This? The Hardy Men. I heard about this two nights ago. Actually, somebody said the the Hardy Boys. But it's not called the Hardy Boys. It's called the Hardy Men. It's the Hardy Boys grown up. They're no longer speaking to each other, and of course, they get roped into reuniting for one last adventure. <laughs> Is now, this with Nancy Drew? Because do you know who's playing the Hardy Men? Uh, I'm I'm frightened to even guess who. Ben Stiller. Uh huh. And Tom Cruise. Right. <laughs> so it's a comedy. No, no, a gay comedy. Right. That, that doesn't send a shiver or a what the it hell? It sends something down my spine. I'm not quite sure what, It though. weirds you out, doesn't it? It's, yeah, the, just the two of them. And then you throw in the Hardy Men. It, it's very weird. And when uh, is this in That's production now? one of now? those stories that makes you go, what the hell? Is this in production it now? It was announced. It was announced for you, uh, literally unless you like got the stories confused and they're playing Millie Vanilli. Oh, that would that would be something. Which else. would make far more sense. That would be something else. Um, that is what's going on in Hollywood news. Is that the Hollywood Minute? That was that was kind of the. Wow. I, you know what? I had it. Who knew? Oh, <laughs> oh, dude, I was crying. You know what? The Graham, you you caused this shiver in the. the I, I was I was. Graham said, you know what would help? Put your clothes back on, Graham. Uh, and I think it's a good idea, Graham, if in between the different p- uh, news subjects that we have, movies, video games, and comics... Uh, we you run put, naked we, around the table? Well, we put like a title card up or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could carry it on you like one I mean? of those ringos? Or anything, just to just differentiate. Graham was like, dude, what if you put up like a title card or name it or something? And uh, I was like, hey, maybe we could shoot like an insert. <laughs> I thought of the worst name for a segment on our show. The J Lo down. <laughs> oh, Graham's just Graham left the room. Just left. Graham just left the building. Because <laughs> that's kind of been become my uh, unofficial nickname is uh, J Lo because Jonathan London. That's right. It would make sense. <laughs> so I thought of that, and all good sense in me told me not to name anything with the show the J Lo down. So hopefully, this is the last time you will hear of that because that's just terrible. <laughs> Cut to the future. You've renamed the show. <laughs> Pictures of you with a big ass sticking out. <laughs> the J Lo down. Cut giant Huff glasses. Daddy. Yeah, I like it. Um, let's talk comics, dude. Uh, some comics. of our some of our uh, audiences complain that we don't cover enough comics. Uh, I have barely been reading a lot of comics. Uh, I read a, a five part series. I just finished it called The Other Side about Vietnam, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. And uh, who wrote that? Uh, it was written by a guy. I actually have a story out of Wizard right now. Um, Written by a guy named Jason Aaron, and uh, it's both sides of the Vietnam conflict, a Vietnamese soldier and an American soldier, mm-hmm. and 
wait if it comes back out it'll come out in trade and you guys should definitely uh pick it up because it's a it's a pretty good read only five issues uh he's going into another series called scalped which everybody's talking about as being the Sopranos on an Indian reservation. Oh, I th- I think I saw the the first issue. Is is it out? I don't think it's out yet. Because I heard about this. Maybe I saw it in a Wizard or something. But like uh, based on his writing on this one, he could be calling it Sopranos, you know, in Candyland or whatever the hell most ridiculous idea it is. And I'd still re- read it because the writing was very good. Oh, well, it's a good recommendation. Um, but I haven't been reading a whole lot. Uh, Ed Brubaker's Iron Fist. Do you read a lot of superhero books? Um. Not superhero books, per right. se, because I, I think... I mean, I used to as a kid, and then I got to this point where it was the same story over Don't and over that. and over again. Don't tell me that, Because please. they can't You're kill the characters. Me. So it's, there's just that formula that I got sick of. And then, um, I th- for me, it was, you know... Obvi- well, for me, for, like, most people, it was um, Watchmen, Dark Knight, you know, kind of reinvigorated the, uh, the genre. And then... Um, you know, in the in the early '90s, you had Vertigo start the lines with you know Sandman and Hellblazer and mm-hmm. Shade, and just just amazing, brilliant stuff. Um, coincidentally, mostly British people writing it. Um, we don't figure. know too much good writing here. <laughs> well, it's, it's the way they say revealed. Right, uh, it's probably got got them the job. And um, anyway, I think I think um, Vertigo is it's certainly its golden uh, period is over, but. Um, there's a uh, for me. There's uh, all the, well, all those writers then migrated there's to Marvel still some and DC. Good books, you know, because you still get the Why the Last Man and things like that. Oh yeah, no, sure. sure. I, well, I'm of course there are a couple of things but out there, the but Sandman I'm saying like there was huge. there was that thing yeah. in the '90s where it was like you know every month there was there was right. just uh, you know ten or fifteen really good books out. So what was some but of so stuff? these stories then these great writers you know the the they migrated to Marvel and DC and started writing for their characters and. And that was interesting briefly, and now they've hit the wall um, with that formula. So mm. I don't really read um, uh, hero books. And I, 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 Why the Last Man is great. I do read that. Fables, mm-hmm. uh, another Vertigo print, which is uh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've been letting stuff kind of pile up recently, only because uh, I've just been so busy. Right. You know, I've just got literally graphic novels up you to You were here. telling me that you were rereading the Grant Morrison. Uh, oh, that's right. Well, The Invisibles. The Invisibles, the Invisibles right. started... Um, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, the no, it wasn't um, the Doom Patrol. It was Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah, his even earlier work. And um, so I was... Uh, what is the book about? Um, well, he did what... what all these, I have read it, but I want you to explain it. Well, what, what Vertigo was doing in the early 90s was they were basically saying to these English writers, take these really obscure characters from our history that, that we don't care about and do something different with them. And that's why Neil Gaiman picked up the Sandman character and, and transformed it into something it could never have been uh, under anybody else's uh, uh, skills. And uh, Grant Morrison was given the Doom Patrol, which was just this, you know, kind of a another superhero team... Um, back from DC's history that really hadn't gone anywhere. And he took the book over. The, they'd come up with a revamped version of it. Yeah. And it, it was going nowhere. It several times. Yeah, so this, this was another one that was going nowhere. And he picked it up in, I forget what issue, like 1450, somewhere in the teens or wherever it was. And he brought his own uh, stamp onto it. And, and what a stamp it, it, it is, because um, uh, you know, he's, he's a brilliant writer. Uh, he comes up with, I mean, he, he can toss off... In, in one panel, so many concepts. Is he a tosser? No, <laughs> not, not the kind of tosser like that. But I'm okay. sure he enjoys a quick wank. Who I'm doesn't? trying to get my, my British But uh, he, 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 he can uh, toss out so many ideas in just one panel mm-hmm. um, that, are, that are extraordinary. But, you know, it, it's like reading... If you read it for, for any great length of time, it's like reading somebody who's on acid and just, you know, what they're 
kind of what's pouring out of them. So it, it can be heavy going at times. I, I've 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 read a lot of his Doom Patrol stuff, and mm-hmm. it does it. It literally wears you out. Yeah, and it gets trippier and trippier. Think about that. As a comic goes. book that wears you out. Yeah, mentally. Yeah. Well, the Invisibles later so got there, there again, but. Right. In fact, Family Circus, much the same way as Graham points out. <laughs> Very true. Like, how does that just wear you out? But it does. The ideas that he's throwing at you. And he he kind of, I mean, when he does, like, the X-Men. You know, remember he had a run, like, on X-Men. And he mm-hmm. had a run on, on American Books. It still isn't what he was doing on Doom Patrol. No. Or Invisible. No. These ideas are so out there. Mm-hmm. You know, that they're able to run. You but he's, really he's a great believer in magic as well. Right. And, and uh, Are you? Am I a believer in magic? I am a believer in, uh, ultimately, in two things. One, keeping an open mind, and secondly, knowing that what we know, collectively, as a as a race of people, amounts to almost nothing. So, uh, true or false? dragons true or false? Uh, in most, probably yeah. false, but I mean, you know, there's nothing like a good open mind and a great imagination to run with these kind of things, too. Right. I mean, I, I love that. You know, I, I don't subscribe to any particular uh, school of thought, I suppose. I mean, uh, other than just keeping an open mind. I'm sure there, that is a school of thought somewhere. I just don't know the name of it. <laughs> the Open Mind School. What do you got here? Uh, oh, these, well, these are some books that I've read recently, um, especially, uh, well, a couple I read uh, very recently, just so I, I, right. I could have something to, to talk about tonight. And You're doing fine, buddy. Uh, thanks, man. Fine. Thanks. You're doing fine. Oh, man. I don't want to do it a foxhole without you, brother. Uh, this is Jay Lee's Hellshock, and uh, I just read this. And this was actually, it was actually really interesting. He does it's, the uh, artwork for the book I was just talking about. The, the it's beautiful art. I think he does this art as well. Right. Uh, he writes... Uh, uh, I say writes and produces, but no, he, uh, he he writes the stories, he writes the words, and he draws the little pictures, and it's so cute. Right, he does the Dark um, Tower artwork. Well, it's gonna yeah, then it's, it's then awesome. it's beautiful because the, the the book looks great, but um, uh, it was it was a really interesting. What is it? Uh, about? It's about um, I never read it. It's about a, a woman who who an intern an internist at a, a psychiatric ward. Uh, you know, shades of uh, you know some kind of. Um, uh, what what is that Batman one? The Ar- Arkham Asylum. Uh, Arkham Asylum, right? Uh, shades of that. Only of course, you know, it's uh, normal people, not super villains. Um, and she kind of gets uh, drawn in into this one particular guy's world, and uh, in you know, trying to help him and trying to get to the bottom of his uh, of his subconscious. And um, and I, you know, it's actually interesting. She, I guess, has an open mind, and she starts to believe, um, and maybe a little too naively and foolishly. That he is something that maybe he shouldn't be. Welcome to Geekscape. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> sir. Welcome to Geekscape. And, uh, Aiden. I don't want to give anything away, but it was blow uh, your mind. It was really interesting and and really cool, and um, and it comes with a. Th- this book came with um, an added. It's an image book. An ending in that wasn't that didn't up. actually make the um, th- this was it was supposed to be the opening of the comic, but they never did it, and I'm glad because. It was doesn't one of the ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what, what's this big old tome? This is a, an, a, a recent hardback release, a very s- slim one, very small mm-hmm. one, uh, of a story that appeared in uh, in England in the Judge Dredd magazine, which is you know the 2000, 2000 AD stuff. What is that? I mean, because we we can hardly get it here in the US. 2000 AD has been uh, the amazing thing about that. It it, it started in 1977. It was aimed at kids. Um, issue two brought with it, of course, uh, Judge Dredd. Um, it's uh, English comics are very different than American ones. Garth Americans Ennis used all, to write for them, and I mean, all a of lot them of them. Did. Okay, uh, every one of them did. Okay, um, 
But the, the difference between English comics and American ones is Americans, you get a monthly comic with one story in it that's about 30-odd pages. Mm-hmm. Um, in England, you'll get 30 pages a week um, with about five different stories, oh, okay. all of you know, which have those little mini cliffhangers, etc. And there was a weekly. Um, 2008 began as one of these weeklies in 77, and uh, it's still going very strong. In fact, it's one of the last weekly comics still going in Britain today. Um, it's, uh, it's spawned a million and one unbelievably brilliant writers and a million and one unbelievably brilliant stories, um, uh, except this one. Um, Not into it. No, uh, extinct by Paul Cannell, who uh, wrote an episode of Doctor Who. Appropriate um, name that wasn't all that brilliant in my mind either. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, a dino- he he says that he wants to. Uh, I guess the working title of the of the of the story was Dinosaur Commandos, and if that sounds ridiculous, uh, he should have stuck with Dinosaur Commandos because then I wouldn't have I bothered buying them. Because the, Dinosaur the Commandos, you're kind of into. Well, Dinosaur Commandos, this it. this just it's 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 um, it's willfully um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It it, it doesn't want you to really care for it. So okay. it's it's uh, like Norbit. There you go. Norbit tries. There Norbit you go. tries really hard. Norbit, Norbit, watching Norbit is getting stuck in a party with that dude who thinks he's really funny mm-hmm. and no way out of it. Kind of like being stuck on a uh, uh, podcast so with a host reading who my mind. He's really funny, <laughs> and you still have time before you get to the video game section. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's painful. Um, well, as as was this what, read. What, if one of our viewers wants to say, "Okay, I'll I'll make the leap across the pond." What are some of the two thousand AD stuff for him to look out for? Oh, the Judge Dredd. Well, there's stuff, so of many Judge Dredd, Rogue Trooper, uh, Strontium Dog, uh, Robo Hunters, kind of uh, cute and funny as well. Um, ABC Warriors, uh, Nemesis. I haven't read any of it. I mean, this is just this is a there whole new so world. It's going to blow my mind. There are so many, and Again. it's all so well done. And it's awful to think that here I am talking about how great this is and pulling out like a piece of crap. So right. I apologize. I think that's the danger of having five stories going in a weekly. At once. I mean, it's the strength of it. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. Also that's the true. Every that's now very and then you're true. get something that that's very just true. doesn't hold up. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, say that 2000 AD is, uh, you know, doesn't have a clunker every uh, every now and then. And it, it does. It's had more than its fair share of them. And this was one of them. Is this a book? That is a book book, yes, with actual no words pictures. in it. Um, there are some photographs in there. What is it? Like two little, uh, uh, what is it? It's, what, uh, is it's this com- biography. what is this big comic book about? The, it's a what biography of Adamant. He just released it over Christmas. The dude who did Angel in a Centerfold is the way we would know him the best. <laughs> oh, that's Jay Giles? Yeah. Oh, he did Goody Two Shoes. Yeah, Kings of the Wild Frontier, Doggy Trust Dog, me, Prince 80s Charming. Is not my strong point. Apparently not. This no. is Jay Giles. I was a little kid. Jay Giles is probably your answer for all of any 80s I just say Jay Giles. Whatsoever. I just go, that's Jay Giles, right? That's who's actually in the middle of the No, I, film. I actually say that's Adam Ant, right? So Jay Giles did Angel in the Centerfold. Yeah, Freeze Adam, Frame. It, in, in, in freeze frame, freeze frame, and uh, like Adam a, a bunch did. of albums too, like uh, the, before that, that were I don't think as huge or as. You're popular. an '80s mastermind. You love. This I stuff. love the '80s. Do you want to go to karaoke with us next week? I would love to. We're going to porn karaoke. Try and stop me. Okay, there's a lot of porn stars. I guess show up to karaoke. We're gonna we're gonna do uh, it. I like the sound of it. Hopefully, maybe sometime in the future episode, we can tell you about our experience at porn karaoke. Yes, and it's just who, gonna be you and who I. we sang with and, and what we sang. People, people tell us about porn karaoke. We show up. It's just going to be dudes who have heard about karaoke exactly. and have shown up. It's, it's going to be really sad. Yeah, just you and me singing "Relax, Don't Do It." Where do you want to come? <laughs> We're gonna do that's, it. That's going to be really pathetic. Um, in in how's this Adamant biography? Uh, the Adamant biography started off. Uh, I, it's a good book overall because I finished it. So I, there must be something for it that I actually went all the way through it. Um, 
But there's, there's these uh, moments in it where he, he delivers something that you think is going to be really fascinating, and he just pulls back. He's talking about how uh, he was working on such and such a film when his acting career kind of took off in uh, in the late 80s, early the hell was 90s. He in? Exactly. He was in a bunch of B movies. Um, but he, he'd, say, he'd say things like, and this is when I could use the, the advice that I learned from so and so on that one film. This was the perfect time to use it. And then, did it, it, what's the <laughs> advice? What? You, you just, you led me down the garden path of this guy and his brilliant advice. What did Yul Brynner tell you in a toilet in the, in, in the back uh, room of some Hollywood film? But he, he moves Yul on. Brenner. <laughs> it wasn't Yul Brynner, but yeah, whoever it was. You, anyway, so, uh, but it was a great, it was a good book. It was an interesting read. And it charts his intro, it's char- it charts his history, not just with a, a successful music career, and an amazingly successful music career, I may add, but also um, with mental illness, his uh, history, uh, troubled history with mental illness, which is... Uh, yeah, does that explain the white stripe? The white stripe, you, would you want the explanation for the white yeah, stripe? Yeah, go for it. Uh, he fell on a, a road that was just being freshly painted. On no his way, way no on his way, way to a, that was a, gig. a joke you just made up I, I wouldn't really call it a joke but I did just make it up um, it was uh, <laughs> Get out of here. he he wanted to uh, take um, uh, imagery of of, uh, of of Indians I would have um, believed that by the you, way you would have believed it well Man, had I just like so said no no I'm serious it. you serious it's called acting ac- my friend well the accent I think uh, has a lot to do with it yeah that's true it's, yeah that's but true. but he wanted to Take so yeah, it was, and and he did, you know, and he had uh, the costumes and everything else. And then the uh, when he came to America, the Indians, uh, the Native Americans, um, complained to, and and he said, look, he said, come see one of my shows. If you think I'm I'm making fun of you, I'll take this off. I'll never wear it again. Give you some. But if you stick. think I'm honoring Wampum. you, which I am trying to do, mm-hmm. and they went, they saw, and they said, you are honoring us. Thank you, and they they let him keep on doing it. Huh? And that's, and that's true. Yeah, that's in the book. That's actually really interesting. And then Yul Brynner said to him, uh, a journey sp- Now, Journey's song, Cherokee, I think it's just an insult to everyone. <laughs> All right, that's Europe. That's Europe. That Europe, is Europe. Not Journey. No, not Journey. Journey would never do a, mo- a song like uh, Final Countdown. Um, so, uh, that's interesting. Books. books so, that was, that was, interesting. A, it was, a, it was a good book. When yeah. did you come to the U.S.? Um, many, many hundreds of years ago. In the, in the 80s. And you grew up in? Um, we moved from uh, Manchester in England to Florida. Okay. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, which I later find out your is, family. is Latin like your for Your parents hell. and everything? Yeah. Well, yeah, my immediate family. Okay. And so you were young when you moved Very from young. Manchester, but yeah. the accent sticks. The accent stuck, yeah. How old? How young do you have to get out for the accent to get out? I think that, that um, losing the accent is, is also a choice. Because really? it, well, if I wanted to talk, just as if you wish to talk English, even whether you were here or whether you moved over to England, you would have to make a, a speaking a, English a choice. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, your form of it, dude. I'm speaking um, English, but if, if barbarian you were, English, yeah. If you, if you wanted to speak the Queen's English, kind of mm-hmm. like you were at Dreamgirls, you'd want you'd have to like make a, a concerted effort to, to change how you speak. And I just never made that concerted effort. I guess because I'm lazy. That's, that's the in, reason. In, 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 and just you, you didn't sell out like I'm not a sellout netriver.com netriver you put in Gilmore I was like dudes you gotta put this in as the code Gilmore brilliant our fans will dig it oh sure um, so um, fans are great just from being exposed to things like films <laughs> That's what, see, I that, can't consciously do it. That was somebody with Down syndrome. Yeah, man. I, see, I can't consciously do it, dude. I I couldn't. No, but you, I you could would never do it over and over again until you, uh, you know, until you, you had it, some it never just of, washed out of you. Uh, no, I've I've always spoken with this English accent. It's never left me. Fuck, get out of here. 
Crazy, crazy. Do you play a lot Absolutely of video games, insane. Hayden? Um, you know, it's funny. I have I have an Xbox. I have a PlayStation. Um, and and a million games. Is that, oh, sorry. And a kick-ass TV, TV, which you can't see because it's behind uh, the camera. It's wide, guys, and it's big. And and I don't play all that often because when I do, I I realize it's going to take so much time for me to to get into it. In the past, I've gotten into games. You're scared of commitment. And it's not scared of commitment. I'm scared of, of, of like not being able to do things that are important. Just stop um, reading books, dude. So, Come on. Just stop well, reading books. Read readers in the toilet. It's not like any grand commitment there. Um, no, there's, there's been periods where I've... I think when that one of those early Star Wars games came out for the PC, mm. I just... You, that's all I would do. That's all I would do. And to the point where I got to some level and couldn't get past it and went and bought books on Was how it to do it. Was it one of the flight games? No, 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 no. Um... I forget it's so long ago. I forget right. the name, but um, I just never wanted to go there again. You know, I think I, the computer crashed. I lost the level I was on. And I was like, I'm not going there again. And and so I, even though I've I've still kind of kept a toe in the water, you know, buying all the stuff. Um, I've never let myself get addicted ag- again like that. So. You just play it 15 minutes here and there in a blue moon. Right at this point, I just because everything we go to night Burbank just gets busier and busier and all it, it goes it, with it. I mean, how many games do you actually do that where you get so far? You just don't ever want to recommit yourself. Well, if it's too much of a pain in the ass. I lost a, a Nintendo uh, Game Boy, um, a Game Boy Advance on a plane, and I was so far in so many games, and I lost all of them. And now that you can get all those games on the Nintendo DS and play them, because mm-hmm. you know, I just can't recommit to getting to those points again. Here's the worst part, I think, playing these games, and tell me if this has ever happened to you. You 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 you're moving along. You've gotten really far. You've 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 gone from level to level to level, and then you you hit save and you okay good and not you know and then you you start messing around. And you do this and 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 you hit save again. Only the difference between the two last saves is night and day. And now you're you're on the other side of the, of this world because you were searching for something on that side and you just can't find your way back. And, but you've saved yourself over there. I, I just hate that's what happened to the last. Uh, game I played. And it's, and, not, just, and it's not worth it getting back. No. It's it like was, Final uh, Fantasy. I used to do that a lot in Final Fantasy. Okay. Those games. And, so I, and I'd just be like, dude, I got so far, and now I realize that I needed to get something way back there. Mm-hmm. F that. I game, never picked those games. Game over, over. And I also do the thing where I get really far in a game, and I just don't finish it. You know? Because uh, you're not interested? There's a DS game. Well, 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 yeah, Best Buy closed and they kicked me out. Uh, that, that Mario and Luigi Partners in Time is like a you know a role uh, like a turn based role playing game. Uh, Graham beat it over Christmas, and I was like, dude, and he's like, you're at the end. Oh, are we still talking about video games? Yeah, Gra- Graham, yeah, Graham beat it, uh, and you were at the end. Congratulations! Uh, sir. And then um, there, I have a lot of games. God of War. I'm, we're at the end. I have, I have I have yet to beat the game. Number two's coming out. I'm probably gonna get number two. Having yet to What's beat this number called? one. God of War. Uh, it, uh, it's um, what, what based on Greek myth. PS2. Okay. Basically, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Number two is coming out. I definitely want to get it. I'm on like the last level of number one. Just haven't sat down to finish it off. Zelda, I'll do it. Monkey Island, I'm there. Any of the other ones, I'll get to the very end and just kind of never take that last leap. So maybe you, I'm afraid of commitment. Are you afraid of success, perhaps? You know, I think maybe I'm keeping myself down. That's why... Wait, that can't be true. We're sponsored. NetRiver.com. That's kind of how I feel about video games. There's a video game coming out that I was excited to find out about. Our uh, listener, Big Yanks, in New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, He sent this to me through IM. It was um, 
a game. He, oh, this is what he said. He goes, dude, Monster Squad the game, and it's a movie. It's a game. It's a game called Monster Madness: Battle for Suburbia. It has nothing to do with Monster Squad except for the fact that you're a kid. I think you can be one out of a couple kids, uh, and you're fighting a bunch of monsters like zombies and stuff like that, and Sounds you're using cool. kid like weapons to fight them. So you can like you have the button that like you piss your pants. No idea. What movie is that from? Um, I have no clue. I... Where he uses piss to fight the bullies? Oh, of course. Uh, Dream Girls. No. That was me. Yeah, that was me fighting the bullies off in the parking lot who found out I had gone to see Dream Girls. Um, no, remember the boy who could fly? Who Fred could Savage. The boy who could fly? Fred Savage played the little brother, and he's on the uh, Hot Wheel. And at the end, the dude goes, what are you going to do? Score me with water? And he goes, no. Piss. And he squirts him. And the dude goes, no. And freaks out. And then he's free. Wow, so it's a, a film for kids about golden showers. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. That's, that's looking fantastic. back now, I realize that's true. Good for um, you, MPAA. I am kind of excited about to, to see a game roughly like Monster Squad. I always thought mm-hmm. that it would be a, every kid. You, you know that movie, Monster Squad? Uh, I never saw it, but I'm. I, I Are you aware of it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you got to see it. I, I'll put that on. I don't list. think it's available on DVD yet. That's something that needs to be corrected. You hear me? You guys will put Jim Cotta on DVD, which which Graham got. Does it hold up? Graham says it holds up. <laughs> it doesn't date. <laughs> it does not it's, date. It's as good as it was the first time around. It's timeless. Mm. Uh, Gra- Graham got Jim Cut on DVD, and uh, they won't put Night of the Comet on DVD. They won't put uh, Monster Squad on DVD. They barely put um, After Dark on DVD. And the irony, by the way, before Monster Squad's on DVD, that Millie Vanilli film will probably be on DVD. Dude, injustice in this mm-hmm. planet. It's injustice mm-hmm. in the world. Um, <laughs> Graham sent me the worst, the absolute worst uh, trailer today, but I'm going to see it. The Condemned. Uh, tell me, what's that one about? It's another WWE movie. Uh-huh. Sa- uh, yeah. It's um Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. and one of your buddies, um, what's the name? Uh, Vinny Jones. Oh, yes. One of your of friends. Yeah. Uh, they're, friends. they're criminals, and mm-hmm. they take like 10 or 12 criminals, and they put them on an island, and whoever's left gets their freedom does uh, michael bay direct this yeah, i mean it, it sounds like that but no I mean, the trailer i wish i could show it for you guys but uh it's available on myspace look it up yeah they're not paying to sponsor it is a so super why, it is a not super action that. trailer dude it's huge well, i'll go check that what's that called again the condemned the condemned, the condemned. i cannot wait cram sent me a message with the link that just said three words what were those words super fucking action, super fucking action. i wrote him back and said three words I he sent me am there. He sent me an email with four words. Uh, Jim Carter made me come. <laughs> and, uh, I said, "Good for you. Please stop fucking sending me emails, you asshole." Just, uh, just a thought. Anyway. True story. True story. True story. True you story. sign off on that one. Yes, of course. Shave my mustache. Come twice. No, oh, good for you. Yes, <laughs> his his voice cracked prior to this episode when we were just talking. Um, so people can check you out at let's plug it. Goodnight Burbank. Goodnightburbank.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, g- uh, good night. Well, you gonna put like a, a little yeah, thing? Yeah, I'll drop it down. So it's spe- if you want to give me a movie file, spell? boom. Hamid Karsan. Amanda Nagar. And we're on a three. Amanda Nagar. Amanda Najad. Amanda. 
Screw it. President of Iran. I like it. Good Night Burbank is a comedy about the people who bring you the news while they're bringing it. Buster Rhymes allegedly attacked a man who spat on his car. Why are black men so sensitive? It can get pretty wild, because when they think their mics are off, it's anchors away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, yeah. I've gotten bigger. Yes. USA Today calls it better than 99% of the stuff on TV. What kind of music was that? Christian, country, folk, contemporary. I put the Christ back in Christian. What is it you put in the country? Head to goodnightburbank.com where you can see the shows and sign up to hear your name mentioned as a field reporter. <laughs> Good night, Burbank. Breaking news, broken reporters. And that was the promo of Good Night Burbank, the TV series. Soon no. to be a movie. Really? No. Let's do it. No. <laughs> because cause you no. know what? Um, is there a Hispanic janitor character? Uh, there could be. Sí. For the right price. Is, is Net River interested in offering one? Es un paso de that. That's how you speak Spanish. You just add syllables to I was going to say it sounded like you were saying whatever was Spanish was for... It is a possibility. Oh, I think you were saying Jim Carter made me come too. Um, <laughs> Apparently Jim it's a Carter great film. I, I don't even know the It's so explosio! So, goodnightburbank.com. Check it out. Please do. And thank you for having me. No problem. We're Geekscape.net. Come to Geekscape.net and check out our forums. Check out our news stories. Write your own news stories. There's a lot going on on the website. Zap other people on their profiles. And, of course, thank you guys, netriver.com. Sign up. Uh, go ahead and get your 10% off by typing in Gilmore as a promotion code. And um, they are the guys. And hopefully they'll still be around for episode Dude, 20, 10. $29 a month is really cheap. And especially cheap. getting a dedicated server for $85 a month is You can't beat that. That's cheap. a very good deal. And um, 10% off that, right? Awesome. Absolutely. There you go. Awesome. Well, These what am I getting at River for helping out? And uh, thanks a lot, Hayden. Thank you, Jonathan. We'll be seeing you on Goodnight Burbank. Come back anytime. Brilliant. I'm I'll, be, I'll be here next week. I like coming back. Shoot right guess. here. We're an hour, baby. I We're here this. for an hour. This I need perfect. somebody to sit next to. This is perfect. It's just like chilling. We're going to go to porn karaoke. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And maybe you guys will come with us if they let us have the cameras in there. Or you could just spend some time alone with Graham watching Jim Carter. Your call.